When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Saturdays in Tassie with David Lithgow and Brett Jeeves. Great to have you with us, David Lithgow with you and no Brett Jeeves out with COVID but former Brisbane Lion Aaron Cornelius has joined us this morning. Great to have you with us, grand final day, the Lions and the Pies this afternoon. When you think of grand final days, Tasmanians, there's not many that have done it better than this fellow we're about to have online. It's a very good welcome again for the first time in a little while, but Rodney Eads joins us this morning. Good morning, Rocket. Great to have you with us, mate. Morning, David. How are you, mate? How's, uh, oh. How are you, Aaron? Good? I'm very well, thanks, Rocket. Look, let's get this out of the way straight away. Ace told me when he had a interview with you at the Doggies Rocket back in the day, um, obviously before... Uh, Aaron was drafted to the Mighty Lions. That when you sat down, when you sat down with him, you eyeballed him. You were so close to his face, you could almost feel your breath on his face. He was, he's, and he said it with joy. By the way, can you remember that interview with Ace? No, I can't. I can't <laughs> Sorry about that, Aaron. I didn't mean to intimidate you at all. <laughs> no, de- you didn't mean to. You did. You definitely did, Rocket. It was all a part of it, but it was good. It was a great. I didn't have many funny uh, draft stories, but that was a good one. And. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it certainly, uh, certainly is stuck in my mind. But, uh, yeah, don't be sorry for it. It was good. It was putting me under the pressure and I didn't know where to look or what to say. Love it. That's what it's all about. This day to you, Rocket, it's, uh, look, it means a lot to yourself. I, I guess when I think of you as a Swans fan and sitting in the Olympic stand in 1996, I, I come back to this haunting moment when Paul Kelly was running into goal from about 50 out, pulls the kick, to the great man Tony Lockett as you would do and I reckon he missed him by two inches Lockett fingertipper that would have put and he's kicking the goal from 25 metres out we know that or 30 metres perhaps that would have put the Swans up by 28 points that day and instead Glenn Freeborn goes down and kick a goal the game changed in that moment is that can you remember that as vividly as I do oh yeah no worries <laughs> yes mate I do um, I think that was the I think that was a pivotal moment um Yes, it was. Also, probably the first quarter where we're well on top and then David King slid into Craig O'Brien's face with his knee. Probably today he get four weeks for it. But uh, they put Craig out and um, Luff was going okay because Archer had gone to O'Brien then and put Archer on to to Luffy and that that cut him out. So we sort of have a couple of moments. But anyway, uh, North were obviously deserving winners, but we probably had our opportunities at some stage. I don't reckon you would have sent the runner out, though, did you, Rocket? You wouldn't have sent Which, the runner out and said, kick the goal there, because he's kicking it to one of the best uh, goal kickers of all time. I don't reckon the runner <laughs> went out. And, no, it didn't. I mean, you didn't know sent the runner out at that stage, because Kerr was such a such a superstar player. And uh, um, I remember the one was a stoppage. He, he broke out of the stoppage, and probably with his speed and strength, could have kicked the goal himself. But anyway, he trusted the big fella, but didn't quite get to him. With... Um, Flash and I were talking earlier about the build-up and, and obviously the excitement of the day and, and what it means. What, what's your thoughts on 
how important it is to have players in the side that have played in the grand final before Rocket. Obviously, is in the in the football world, you often say you've got to be in one before you win one. But what, what are your thoughts on the lines and, and how they'll handle the uh, the build up? Yeah, that's a, that's a good point. Um, you have a look at. I mean, there's probably examples where teams from '93 probably Essendon won where they are all baby bombers, not many had played before. I, th- I think it can help. The, you don't need too many who have done it before. They can just pass on some experience of what to expect. Um, but uh, certainly today, we, you know, there's been a bigger build-up for this one. You know, the crowd yesterday at the, at the parade adds to it all as well. The A, excitement, but B, the pressure, I suppose. So I'd be interested to see how um, all the players slept and how they um, how they go. Because you have a look at the Lions last week, they got ambushed a bit by Carlton. So they wouldn't want to get ambushed at the start of this game. They'd want to get off to a good start. If they get off a good start, that'll settle the nerves and they'll be fine. Gosh, we were talking off air, uh, Rocket. Ace and I about uh, the importance of Harris Andrews. He was enormous in that first quarter. I felt like they could have been almost seven or eight goals down. Structurally, the lines. How do you... How do you think they've improved this year? What, what, what has been the keys to them from your perspective? Oh, I think Dunkley's been a, a good addition. Um, in the midfield, given that bit of hardness and, uh, and he sacrificed his game a lot, taking the best midfield of the opposition. I think that's bad sample, especially with Neil getting tagged. Um, their defence has tightened up a little bit. I think Coleman's jumped up a bit. Um, and they're one positive, which is still... To me, a question mark, and we'll get them over the line today, is the uh, their ability of their forward line to stand up and the question mark around Danaher and Hipwood. Now, they've improved this year. I think they've been more consistent, which has given them a, a, that danger factor up forward. But on the bigger stage, uh, hopefully that's not a frailty for them today. And in terms of the, the Collingwood structure... I, you know, the, the obvious question to talk about is the importance of McStay. He was so good last week. Ace, we talked about that as well previously. Do, do, it appears a significant disruption to me. I mean, Frampton's obviously got a, a huge role to play, and we've seen guys sort of come in from almost an anonymous position and do well in grand finals. Do you have a, a thought on that and how important that is to Collingwood and how detrimental potentially that could be? Oh, there's no doubt about that. They, you have a look at Collingwood... You know, they haven't kicked a lot of goals lately the last four to six weeks. They haven't got any real stars in their forward line. Probably Elias on his day, but he can be up and down. And McStay gave him a bit more structure. Now, I think for both teams um, is what do you do with Andrews and Darcy Moore? And I think whether Frampton comes in to play a negative role on, on Andrews, um, as you mentioned before, Andrews' ability to intercept and have an impact um, whether Frampton does that and just aggressively uh, hit packs, he's not going to kick a lot of goals. He hasn't got great forward craft, to be honest. Or does he play down back and Jeremy Howe goes forward and plays on Andrews with the ability to tag him? They did that early in the year a couple of times. And they've seemed to put that in their back pocket, whether they pull that out today at some stage and Howe goes to Andrews and tries to kick a couple of goals on him. So it'll be interesting what both teams do for that the opposition captain um, and probably their key player. Yeah, we were speaking again before about uh, how the, I, I believe, Rocket, that the game slows down on grand final. Though. In the finals, you see during the year that the trends in the game and how fast it moves, but then it comes to this time of year and it's I, I believe it's more kick down the line about the contested footy. I just think, for me, obviously a little bit biased being a Lions man, but uh, the, I just see Collingwood have to kick more points, as you alluded to, over the last four to six weeks. They just haven't kicked enough points, and today 
to win, they're going to have to kick up over 80, and, and I just don't see how they're taking those marks. I think Majacek's had a, had a great year, and obviously another Tasmanian, but it's a, it's a tough ask with Andrews, as Flash mentioned, down the line. It, it, what are your thoughts on that? Do you think the game slows down a bit and it becomes a bit more traditional footy? Oh, there's no doubt it becomes more contested. Players seem to find more energy and uh, there's more pressure. Um, I think there's more goals from stoppages than there, than there has been during the year um, with open play because of the contested nature. Um, I think Collingwood have got a bit of an advantage with depth in their midfield, so the ball might go forward. They do springboard at half-back, but they don't kick enough goals, as you said. The only thing for me, and I know all the indicators probably lean towards Brisbane and uh, offence, defence, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, but I just don't know whether the trust factor um, of their players, especially their forward line, be able to handle the big moments. Collingwood have proved they can handle the big moments, so they just find a way, Collingwood. Um, they just find a way to defend well. They just find a way to kick one more goal than the opposition, so... Uh, with the go and Dacos are probably the thing, so that might be the difference for me. But it will be, it will be a contested game, as you said, Ace. There's no doubt about that. So, um, which is not Collingwood's real strength. So, uh, yeah, as I'm saying, it's probably a fifty-fifty game. But uh, yeah, I'm interested to see how it goes. Now, not trying to rub salt into the wounds, Rocket, but uh, Flash alluded to before. Obviously, four-time Premiership player yourself, but. Did you reflect on those or, or the Sydney Swans' loss as a coach a bit more? I know there's a lot of people that I've spoken to that have played in grand finals and that, that don't actually have never watched them again or, or move on pretty quick. But how about yourself, mate? Do you, do you reflect a little bit or have reflected a little bit on the Sydney or, or the uh, the time that you played? I know Hawthorne do the reunions and, and celebrate that very well. Um, yeah, probably probably neither, really. Um, with the... Uh, Flash mentioned before, probably being a Swan supporter... Up into that freeborn, uh, oh, the oh, Miss Kelly. After that, I haven't seen it. I didn't watch it. We moved on pretty quick. Uh, Same. Ninety-six. So I haven't gone back and watched that again. Flash, and no, Flash hasn't moved I, on. I've never watched it. <laughs> That's Flash <laughs> hasn't moved on. It's the first thing you brought up today. <laughs> um, and with the playing ones, we probably don't dwell on them. Uh, only when reunions. Now there was one this year we had early in the year, but uh, it's good to catch up with the guys. But you don't sort of dwell on them, I suppose. I'm a bit more of a glass half full than a half empty. So you, you you look at the positives and you know think about those ones that we won. But uh, that's a long time ago now that uh, no, they're not a sort of an enormous part of the of my thinking. Share some thoughts on Grant Fagan, oh, Grant Fagan, Chris Fagan today. The wrong one. How Sorry. about his brother? Yeah. How about his brother? What's your? You've obviously known him for most of your journey, most of your life, and. Um, it's a big moment for him as a, as a later in life in terms of his footy career. Um, what will be going through his mind this morning? Yeah, I, I, you know, no, it's been a great effort of what he's done. And I think the, the impressive thing, not many people talk about the, the when they went out straight sets and then their finals exits at times, they've showed the pressure on Brisbane. But each year they've got better. They've gone one step further. So... Um, which is a real credit to him and the, and the club to be able to do that. And uh, I think you know, he'll be nervous as well, but his role is really going to be for the players. So um, he'll be doing whatever possible to calm the nerves of the, of the players. He's a fairly calm individual. So I would think he'd just be making sure that they're right to go and you know, words of wisdom at the right time. But uh, I now the way they've played this year, I can't see Brisbane uh, being... Uh, too overawed by the by the situation, but um, only time will tell. Uh, we'll let you go, Rocket. Who wins in final margin, please? 
as I mentioned before, and I'd like Brisbane. You got no idea, have you? <laughs> no. Um, well, all the indicators <laughs> are for Brisbane, but I, I just can't go past Collingwood. Yes. As far as just in the big moments at the right time, can defend. Like last week against GWS, there's just two mistakes. GWS, Ash missed a target, and then Brown didn't quite body line, and they got two goals, Collingwood, and that was a difference in the end. It was just just their moments. They can just find something at the right time, um, even if they're outplayed. So they just a bit more of a trust factor that they might do and win by about three points. I hope you're right. It'll be a super game if that's the case. Rodney Ede, thanks so much for joining us. Great to have you with us this morning to, to talk about some of the memories from your time in today's game. Uh, we love having you on, Rocket. Thanks, pal. Thanks, guys. Have a good weekend. Thanks, Rocket. We'll go to the news. David Lithgow and Aaron Cornelius talking all things sport here on Grand Final Day.